hello and welcome to the South Carolina Business Review. This is Mike Switzer. With the lifetime estate and gift tax exemption, currently around almost $13 million for individuals, scheduled to sunset in two years and decrease to around $6 million starting in 2026, our next guest says that if you are in this zone, now is a good time to make the most of your charitable giving strategies. Ashton Lawrence is a certified financial planner with Mariner Wealth Advisors, and he joins us by phone now from his office in Greenville, South Carolina. Ashton, welcome back to the program. Thank you. I appreciate you having me back. So this topic we're going to talk about today, you know, we're talking about $6 million to $13 million in estate values. So that's sort of a, a well-off crowd, right? It is. And so one of the things I thought we would talk about is charitable gifting strategies. And if you're talking about using some of these strategies to reduce your estate tax, yes, it's going to be that crowd that could benefit from some of these strategies to reduce their estate to avoid any estate taxes into the future, especially with the potential of the sunset provisions that would kick in starting the early part of 2026, would almost cut the gift tax exemption in half. But even still, uh, I'd say the average American can benefit from utilizing some of these gifting strategies just to exceed that standardized deduction limit and start itemizing some of the deductions. One of the things that they could actually do if they are charitable-minded and have been giving to charities is start bunching some of these contributions to maximize that, that itemized number to actually get them over that standardized number. And one of the things most people will end up using by default is a, a donor-advised fund trying to bunch those contributions. All right, well, tell us a little bit more about this donor-advised fund. Sure. So a donor-advised fund is a vehicle that you can put all those contributions actually into. That's going to give you immediate tax deduction that year, but also gives you the opportunity with some flexibility that you don't have to make the decision on which charity you're actually giving those investment dollars to. Now, I understand that you can also benefit from making contributions to charities directly from your IRA rather than withdrawing the money and then sending it to a charity. That is true. And so I believe what you're referring to is the Qualified Charitable Distribution, QCD. And that is possible for those individuals who are age 70 and a half or older that they can give directly from their IRA and give to a charity. That can actually be beneficial in numerous different ways, especially when you're looking at overall taxation of Social Security benefits, different income phase-outs, as well as what I don't think a lot of people realize is Medicare premiums. All right, Ashton, what's another strategy? One strategy that is gaining more in popularity is probably due to some legislation that was passed late last year. Charitable remainder trusts are coming back into popularity especially since you can now make a one-time election up to $50,000 to qualifying charitable nonprofits. What a charitable remainder trust allows you to do is essentially still receive income from that distribution, but also benefit the beneficiaries of the charities once you actually pass away. So a lot of people are liking the idea that, hey, I can still receive income from these assets as well as still have these charitable intentions when I pass away, as well as I get a immediate tax benefit by gifting right now. The flip side of that is some people have a mindset, well, these assets were initially earmarked or I wanted to leave these for my heirs, my beneficiaries. Is there some strategy that might work best for me if I do want my heirs to receive these assets? And a charitable lead trust would allow you to 
kind of have more control over that trust and that the charity would be receiving the income stream while you're still alive. At the end of that term, your heirs, your beneficiaries, they would receive the remaining assets. And so that would be a way that you could still be philanthropic in your endeavors, receive that immediate tax benefit for yourself, as well as make sure that your heirs are still remaining to receive some of your uh, your assets that you've, you've worked your life to to build up. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the program, we led in with that some of these strategies definitely benefit those affected by the reduction in the uh, estate tax levels, you know, from $13 million down to $6 million over the next few years. But a lot of these strategies could actually be employed by anyone, right? Correct. They could be employed by anyone. The reduction in the estate tax limits, it's not set in stone that it will happen. Just as of right now, those gifting limits will be drastically reduced. Well, Ashton, as always, great information. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for having me. Ashton Lawrence is a certified financial planner with Mariner Wealth Advisors in Greenville, South Carolina. Remember, you can hear the show again at our webpage, SouthCarolinaPublicRadio.org. And you can find us wherever you find podcasts. With the South Carolina Business Review, this is Mike Switzer. The views expressed on the South Carolina Business Review do not necessarily reflect those of South Carolina Public Radio.